0: Hey, mama, do you ever find yourself in a bad mood? Like, maybe you know you're in a crappy mood, and you know that you're maybe you're not showing up as your most loving, patient self. Maybe you're not being good to your family today. Like, you want to be or to people in traffic, or to whoever might come into contact with you that day, but you just can't seem to break out of it. And maybe the further you go into your day, the worse it seems to get, right? Because now, for whatever reason, you've been in this bad mood, and now you're feeling guilty about it, and now that guilt is just making it worse, and so you just find yourself in this negative, pitiful, emotional hot mess. All right, sister, this is going to be your go-to episode for when you feel this way because I don't want you to feel trapped on days like this. I want to help you take responsibility for your energy, break out of your bad mood, and live the best version of you again. This is the Motivation for Mom Show, a personal development podcast for moms, hosted by certified life coach and fellow mama, Sarah Munder. Each week, Sarah will bring you motivation, inspiration, and personal empowerment, To help you show up even stronger for your family and be the mom and woman you were meant to be. You sacrifice so much of yourself every day, and it's time to take at least a few minutes and invest this time into nurturing yourself and filling your soul. You are worthy and you deserve it. Ready, Mama? Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to invite you to join me in my planner makeover course that is now available, where I'll teach you how to reach your goals, accomplish all of your tasks with ease, establish your non negotiables, and finally make guilt free time for things like self care and all the fun stuff you want to do, all with a strategic use of a planner. In this course, I'll teach you how to get the most out of your planner and how to simply be more intentional with your time. It's all about making your life easier and making your time more meaningful. If you need this, head on over to my website, themamamiracle.com. That's themamamiracle.com to get this online course today. Now go enjoy the episode. Welcome back to this week's episode of Motivation for Moms. Before we dive into today's topic, quick shout out to my iTunes review of the week. It's short, it's sweet, and I oh so appreciate it. It's from Dragon Eating a Physicist, who kindly said, this is my new favorite podcast. And yes, Dragon Eating a Physicist is their iTunes username. And naturally, now I I have to know who this is. So if this is you, please send me a DM on Instagram and let me know that you posted this. Because now I have to put a face to the iTunes name. So thank you for this short but sweet review. It helps me out. It helps other moms looking for a podcast. And if you want to have your review featured on an upcoming episode, all you got to do is head on over to iTunes, rate 5 stars, and let us know what you think of the show. Alright, today we are talking about taking responsibility for our energy. This is something that my very well-intentioned husband (laughs) likes to remind me of. On those days that I'm feeling crappy, I'm not in a good mood. It probably happens more than I even realize. Sometimes I just wake up like that. I just feel negative and frustrated and I bring all this negativity with me into every room I walk in. And my husband is very quick to remind me to take responsibility for my energy. Now, I'm not the type of person who just naturally takes this kind of criticism well. When he says this, usually it makes me feel worse. Makes me want to punch him. And now I'm bitter and resentful of him for not trying to help me get out of my bad mood as if, you know, it's his job to lift me out of this negative space to begin with. It's ridiculous. I will say that sometimes what we moms need most is someone who cares. Someone to give us a big, warm, embracing hug. Sometimes we need just that unconditional, caring, loving soul to meet us right where we are in any given moment, wherever we are. Now, the reality is that not all of us are met with what we need when we need it. My husband, bless him, is not the first to go that direction when I'm drowning in my negativity. And I think for one, I could do a better job of communicating my needs better when I'm in that space, but it can be really hard to effectively communicate what we need when we need it. One thing that I will totally credit him for is this thing that he tells me to take responsibility for my energy. And even though it's not the thing that I want to hear when I'm feeling crappy, even though it's not the most comforting or soothing thing in that moment, it's often exactly the thing I need to hear and I need to continue to be reminded of. And that's why I thought, you know what, I'm going to use this for this episode. There are probably some of you who could benefit from this loving reminder as well. So here's the deal. We can't control the emotional responses that we experience on a day-to-day, on a moment-by-moment basis. There are so many factors involved in how we feel in any given moment. Traumas from our past that trigger physical and emotional responses in us that maybe we don't even notice. Things that people do or say. Our hormone fluctuations, chemical imbalances, the foods we eat, the moon cycles. There are so many things That can affect how we feel. That we can't possibly just be in this natural good mood all of the time. But we can control what we do after we notice that we're in a bad mood. We can control the things that we do and say to others. We can control whether we let our bad moods get out of control, get the best of us, and ruin our day. And we take responsibility for our energy. Easier said than done, though, right? So how do we do it? How do we take responsibility for our energy? How do we get out of a bad mood? Now, Mama, you know that I'm not going to tell you to just go have a glass of wine and chill out because, for one, you know I don't drink anymore. Here's the thing. Alcohol does work to get you out of a bad mood most of the time, and it works quickly, but time it wrong and it can put you in an even worse mood and send you down a horrific emotional spiral. And even if it does help you feel better temporarily, once it wears off, you will always find yourself right back to where you started or even worse. So I don't think it's a good idea to reach for the wine to help you, to help make you feel better or to make you or those around you or even life more tolerable. It's a cop-out solution, sisters, and I want you to learn better strategies, more effective strategies for managing your emotional ups and downs. And if you're wondering what I think about medications, like mood stabilizers and antidepressants and anti-anxiety medications and things like that, they can work. And they can work well. They can save lives. And I would never tell you to not go the medication route or to stop taking medications. As someone who has suffered through various emotional issues over the years, including addiction, and severe cutting in my teen years and my early 20s, depression, anxiety, even thoughts of suicide at some points, I have tried many different medications. And I will say that there are pros and cons to all of them. In some cases, the medications helped the specific thing that we were targeting. In some cases, they made me entirely more of a hot mess. For example, I took Topamax, which is actually an anti-seizure medication um, for my migraines. They prescribe it for that sometimes. And after six months, I had to stop taking it because it made me feel suicidal. It wasn't like, it wasn't that I was depressed or miserable, but I became absolutely enamored and fascinated with this idea of dying. And this was totally out of character for me. And it was really bizarre and so bottom line is medications can be really powerful. They can also be scary, which is why you must work so closely with your doctor who knows you and who you trust. It can be hard to find a medication that works for you when where the benefits outweigh the risks or outweigh the negative effects. There have been periods in my life where I needed that extra support when I didn't feel strong enough or capable enough on my own to deal with my emotions. But ultimately... I hated the numbing effect that they caused me. I just felt like I couldn't experience life fully being on them, especially as a mom when I wanted to be fully present and emotionally engaged with my kids. And so it's a case-by-case basis, it's a person-by-person basis, and it's also a situation-by-situation basis. There were times when I was on the lowest prescribed dosage of a medication like Zoloft, and I'd call my doctor and say, Hey, I'm not doing very well right now. Things feel really hard and unmanageable. Is it okay if I increase my dose? And she'd say, you know, absolutely. Go up by 25 milligrams or whatever it was. And at this moment in time, I'm actually entirely off all medications, which, of course, I had to do gradually under the care of my doctors. But I also feel like now I'm at a stronger place in my emotional well-being and in my ability to handle stress and in my coping mechanisms. And I've done a lot of personal work and therapy to get here. And so I would never tell anyone to take medication or to not take medication. It has to be a very thoughtful decision between you and your doctors, all things considered. And if you take medication and it works for you, or if you decide to start trying medication, don't let anyone in your life, other than your doctor, tell you not to take it. Only you know what you really need, and you also need to trust yourself in this regard. Because people tend to get really passionate around the topic of taking medications, which typically comes from a place of fear or a place from, of their own experience with them. And hey, I've had my fair share of bad experiences with some medications. I've also had my fair share of helpful experiences with them. And surprisingly, I got my degree in alternative and natural health. And I'm so passionate about approaching health from a holistic, whole person, whole life perspective. But it's not to say that mainstream medicine is totally off the table for me. It has to be an individual decision. It has to be something that you put great thought and care into in working with your doctor, maybe even several different doctors to get multiple professional opinions. Okay, enough about medication. What my passion is today, and what I am here to help you with today, in the capacity that I can help you, is to give you life coaching strategies to help empower you to take responsibility for your energy, to take responsibility for how you're showing up for your family and for the world around you. Because each of us make an impact on the world around us, whether we realize it or not. And I've talked about how we are all leaders, even if we don't consider ourselves to be in a traditional leadership role. But as moms, we are leaders of the next generation. And what you do today makes an impact on your children and on their future. Because they see us. They watch how we handle ourselves. And I'm a firm believer that it does our children absolutely no good to only try to show them the best, the happiest, the most perfect versions of ourselves all the time. I think that they actually need to see that their beloved moms and dads that they hold in such high regard are emotional beings with ups and downs. But it's how we handle those ups and downs. And we model emotional regulation to our children. By regularly practicing emotional regulation and by helping them to practice it, then that's how they learn. And that's how they grow up learning and knowing how to manage their big feelings. And when you see people out there with big hot tempers who lose control, who scream, who start fights, who cause problems in traffic... We've all seen these type of people. These are people who very likely never learned emotional regulation. And don't get me wrong, as adults, they are still responsible for how they act, for how they treat others, and for what they do, what they choose to do about their emotional states, regardless of how they were raised or how they were neglected. But it makes it a whole lot harder for people to learn emotional regulation when they did not learn it early on. And so I want to drive this point home, drive home the importance that it starts with us. We are in a position today to help shape the next generation, how they cope, how they treat others, and therefore how they experience this life. So let's talk about ways to take responsibility for our energy, as my husband would call it. Or in other words, what are effective, healthy ways of regulating our emotional states? I think the first thing to do when you find yourself in a bad mood is to identify what's going on. Where is this coming from? Step outside yourself and observe what's happening like a scientist would examine a monkey. What do you notice? And this is where mindfulness and even meditation becomes helpful. Because you may need to step away for a moment, if you can, to gain perspective on how you're feeling and why you're feeling the way you do. Did you get enough sleep the last couple of nights? Have you properly eaten? Where are you at in your hormone cycle? Has it just been one of those weeks at work or with the kids that has been, you know, nonstop stress and you've reached your limit and you just need a break? You know, has your partner or spouse been doing something that you've simply had enough of and it's time to talk about it? So identify what's led up to you feeling this way and try to make sense of it. Sometimes just the simple act of identifying and naming our feelings or our emotional states lessens the hold that it can have on us and we can be more compassionate with ourselves. The next thing I would do is change the narrative in your mind. You've got to interrupt your thought patterns with a more empowering way of thinking. You can journal positive affirmations. You can meditate on positive affirmations. I love all of these. But the most effective and the quickest way I've found to do this is to get someone else, someone more positive in your head. Listen to a podcast of someone who lifts you up. I hope that you find that here in this podcast that my episodes lift you up. And I hope that whenever you're struggling with something in particular, you can go into my episode archives and find one that really speaks to you. You know, listen to something that's going to shake up the way you're thinking and put you in a more positive mindset. Meet up with a friend who you feel is positive and inspiring and never fails to put you in a better mood. Don't underestimate the power of laughing Laughter is one of the most powerful mood transformers. My favorite quote-unquote guilty pleasure, if you want to call it that, is watching stand-up comedy on Netflix and Amazon Prime Video. Now, some of them, full disclosure, I must say you simply cannot watch with the children around because they can get really raunchy. Not all of them, but many of them are. Find a comedian who you really dig and... Ali Wong is a popular one among the moms because she jokes about pregnancy and childbirth. And not only is she totally relatable, but she's absolutely hilarious. Bottom line is whatever cracks you up, you need to laugh. I think it's the quickest way to break out of a bad mood. It's like when your kids are in a bad mood and you tickle them because you know that you're going to get a smile out of them, but they hate it and they get mad because they know that you're going to make them laugh and they're not ready to laugh. They just want to be mad for a while. Laughter is the fastest way to break out of a bad mood, in my opinion. So get your laughs on, all right, dumpy diapers? But what do you do when you, like maybe your kids were feeling when you tried to tickle them out of that bad mood, don't want to get out of your bad mood yet. Like you're just not ready. Because sometimes it's hard enough to be in our bad mood, let alone try to do the work to change how we feel, right? Sometimes we just want to wallow in our little pity party for a while. Hey, I get this. Sometimes we just need the space to feel our feelings. And I don't believe that we should try to suppress our feelings or gloss over them. Allow yourself to feel shitty for a hot solid minute. And then there comes a point though where you have to choose how you're going to continue to show up. Because it's not fair to the world around you to continue to be negative and moody. For one thing, children, especially young children... They don't understand what's happening when we're in a bad mood because they are naturally self-centered and so they can't help but take personally when we're in a bad mood. They feel like it's happening to them. It's not fair to them, but sister, it's also not fair to you. You deserve to live a positive, happy life. Life is short and we experience a wide range of emotions on any given day, But your thoughts create your feelings. And so you choose which thoughts you choose to focus on. And I know that you want to get the very most out of this life and experience all of the joy that there is to experience, especially as moms. And yes, mom life is tough, it can be frustrating, it can be exhausting, it can leave us feeling depleted. We don't have to pretend like it isn't all these things. But we choose to focus on that which we are grateful for. That which is beautiful and wonderful and mysterious and magical. Like the wonderful, amazing little people that our kids are. We choose to focus on what's positive in our life. And when you find your mind going to the negative, you say, No, I am not going to keep doing this. I'm not going to go there. We stop perpetuating those thoughts that only dig us deeper into our negativity. Remember... You first recognize what's happening, and then you interrupt that thought pattern. You are a wonderful, beautiful, loving, complicated person that experiences a wide range of emotions on any given day. You are sensitive, complex, and that's part of what makes you an incredible mom. You're able to attend to all of these complex needs of these vulnerable children. And as the queen of your tribe, as the leader of the next generation, It is your obligation to take responsibility for your energy, for your mindset, for the way in which you take care of yourself and show up for the world, especially your little world. That means everything to you. So in case no one's asked you this lately, what do you need right now, mama? If it's a big warm hug that you need, then sister, I am sending you the biggest, warmest, virtual best friend hug that I could possibly send through this speaker into your ears in case you need to hear this and you are an amazing mom the fact that you continue to show up every day that you care and that your kids know that you love them means that you are an amazing mom whatever it is that you need go take care of those needs go get those needs met If you need time with a friend, go schedule it. If you need medication, go talk to your doctor. I want you to get your needs met so you can show up and live this life fully and enjoy this life fully as the mom and woman that you have it in you to be. Now go take charge of your day. Take charge of your energy. You beautiful, powerful, and incredible mama. Lots of love, friend. I'll see you next week on the show. Wait! Don't go yet. If you enjoyed today's episode and you know a mama who could really use some positivity and motivation in her life, would you please share this episode? You can either hit the share or copy link button, or take a screenshot and post it on Instagram using the hashtag #MotivationForMomsPodcast and tag me at Sarah Munder. By the way, if you're not yet following me on Instagram, what are you even doing? Get over there, follow my transformational journey, and send me a direct message and let. Let me know your biggest takeaway from today's episode. I love hearing from my listeners. It seriously makes my day, you guys. And if you're ready to learn how to more strategically use a planner to reach your goals, accomplish all of your tasks, and finally make time for the important stuff like self-care time and quality time with your family, head on over to my website, themamamiracle.com, to get my online course, The Planner Makeover Course, for only $29 today. I can't wait to share with you the skills and strategies that have changed my life and changed the lives of my fellow mamas who have also taken the course. I'll see you there and I'll see you right here next week on Motivation for Moms.